ladies and gentlemen, this is the Road to Victory podcast. Hey. I didn't even introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Ann Diggity. Today we have the lovely, the inspiring, the inspiration, hard worker, beautiful, intelligent. We got Erica in the building. Hey, y'all. What's up? Erica Giselle on the mic. Let me not get crazy. You know, I'm about to spit some bars out here. Ooh. That'll be dope. This will be the uh, first battle podcast. <laughs> Listen, we go bar for bar. What's up? I'm with it. And then we go eight count for eight count because, you know, I might get stuck on my words. I might have to do a little two step with it. A <laughs> battle rap and a dance battle. You already know. Out here, do a little bit of everything. So, how you feeling, Erica? You know, I'm actually feeling really inspired today. I um, I'm reached a point just recently where I found peace or awareness of peace that I want to project and be a reflection of. So in coming here, um, you know, if we do a little backstory, we met at a bar like two years ago, something like that. Off the strength, it was just like you. I just remember you being funny. You know what I mean. You was just a funny dude. I said, "Yo, this dude really funny out here." You know, I think we were drinking margaritas. I don't. I don't fully remember, but it dawned on me that you had reached out about this podcast, and it was you telling me that I had inspired you inadvertently because you had watched me on my dance journey. And I don't know, just out of the blue, kind of when you find and you find yourself in a space, you start to like pull from things that like fill your cup. So when you hear somebody say things like that, I'm like, you know what? It's been a minute. I'm always in the city. Let me hit them up and see what's good. And here I am today, you know, this, this is where we at. Yeah, to add on. I'll never forget. <laughs> and and fellas out there take notes. So she was sitting at the bar at the bar. Me, I was cool as usual getting my Mac on, fellas. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, I remember just talking to you and you talked back. And uh it was a conversation of you were drinking. I and I said, I could tell where you're from by what you're drinking. Ah. And then you challenged me right back. You said, if you tell me what I'm drinking where I'm from off of what I'm drinking, I'll buy you around. Oh shit. <laughs> I looked at your drink, it was a margarita <laughs> on the rocks with the salty with the uh sugar rum. Okay. I was like, Oh, you from Connecticut? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't even remember that, but that's funny as fuck. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why you thought that, like, you put those two and two together. I don't even know. <laughs> I was like, she must be Connecticut, from Connecticut. Why, New Yorkers do not be doing that? Yeah, certain New Yorkers, certain, they get their margaritas frozen. Oh, yeah, we don't do that here. Yeah. <laughs> it's because I'm a real bartender on top of, you know, I do a little bit of everything. So as a bartender, them frozen drinks, they get you brain freeze. They get watered down, you know. Right, right. So that's just, and to be honest, quite frankly, I hated making frozen margaritas. So if I hated making them, I wasn't going to make nobody make me no frozen shit. Because I know I dreaded it when I saw that ticket come in frozen. I said, oh, why? 
But let's get into that. Like uh, a woman of many talents, and like you said, I've been inspired by your, your work. Not just your work, but your passion and your consistency. And I'm like, oh, she really out here uh, moving and shaking and making noise and stuff like that. And I, once I saw it, it was like, all right. You know, and we take this for granted. It's like if, if she can do it in her field, I can do it in my field, you mm. know. If she could do it. So, so every time I would log on social media and see stuff that inspired me, it, it definitely pushes me. Yes. To to uh to execute at a certain level, mm. you know. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Listen, I received that wholeheartedly, and as much as like you're thinking me, like I'm thinking you back because it's all a reciprocation, you know. And I'm not saying that I needed the acknowledgement, mm-hmm. but sometimes when you are on this journey and on this process of following a passion or just being so deep in something and for someone to recognize it, you know, that's sometimes why I, my soul gets fed, you know, I fill my cup a little bit more with that. So, you know, thank you right back. And <laughs> because, you know, I, who knows, I might be starting my own podcast. You never know. Be on the lookout, guys. So okay. flowy. <laughs> Congratulations in advance. Hey. In advance. All right. So you spoke about peace and letting it be a reflection of who you are as well as your before we got on as well as your perspective mm. um what is that like for you like how would you deal with like disappointment what's the balance between disappointment and peace and uh lessons and failures for you well I've realized I've been a person that I've lost many times. Mm -hmm. If you look at things in that one light of loss, but I've turned that into every loss is a lesson, right? Mm -hmm. And the biggest lesson I've um, taken away is just who am I? You know, who do I want to be? Because I feel you're able to recreate yourself at any given time and place because circumstances change. Um just where you want to be at might change. You might want to do this. And as a Gemini, listen, I always be, I'm like a million different things. I got, I'm an oracle of ideas. But when it comes down to the foundation of everything that I'm doing, I've realized peace within is so important. Mm -hmm. Because nothing is going to give you peace besides yourself. Right. So no longer being moved by external factors. So if we're talking about um, losses or lessons and everything and you actually start to reflect on it, I don't want to waver over any reaction, any event. Granted, emotions are real. You know, those emotions are reactionary things. But who I am as an individual has got to be solid. Gotta be solid. solid. You can't work from a rocky foundation. And a lot of us are doing that. And we're trying to make it work, which that's part of the process. But when you realize, like, nah, I want to be at peace. Mm -hmm. Because from peace, everything just flows. Mm -hmm. There's just a flow after that. Because 
no one can actually not you don't allow anybody because inadvertently everything that happens to you essentially you're allowing you know but when you have ultimate peace you can't break this peace within me mm-hmm. and that is the mantra that I've gonna move forward with um, because life's too short Life is way too short. I've been in too many near-death experiences. Um, and maybe that's why I'm just more conscious and aware of the things that truly matter. Um, we get caught up on the day-to-day, nine-to-five lifestyle. We got to do this, that, and the third. And yes, it's like a societal thing that you're bound by this, these ideas. But let's start questioning. Let's just start asking why you know let's just start you know thinking outside the damn box because we're not all the same box we might have the same frame we have the same arms and legs and you know internal stuff like on the physical form but we all don't fit in that same box so in pursuing this passion of dance I've realized now what I care what what really comes down to is why am I doing the things I'm doing and when you talk about your why and you start to reveal those things to yourself you start to really realize like what truly matters to you and what I've realized because I haven't had peace I've been very turbulent at times internally because externally a lot of people never really see it they get this perception of peace but I don't want to pretend cognitive dissonance is having a mindset that doesn't add up with your actions so I no longer want to pretend to be at peace I don't want to pretend to be right I want to be right within and sometimes that takes some separation of everything you know and maybe takes an event like my ankle currently being telling me to slow down and just it's really in those pockets of stillness that you really if you care and it you know you're ready to receive those true lessons so i say find space to be still if you can and still meaning being still within yourself Like, take your phone away, take all distractions away, go sit somewhere, even if you're just in the corner of the room, and realize where your thoughts go, where your emotions are. Become fully aware of them, because a lot of times, we just letting them pass by. Right, absolutely. Um, You know, there's an old African proverb that says, is there, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Mm. Ooh, one more again. Run it back. Run it back. One more time. If there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Ooh, <laughs> Exactly, because that just speaks to ultimately my, um, I guess my mantra that I've been living by the last two years is. What you do for yourself mm-hmm. projects onto others, and that remains immortal. But it all starts within you. 
that's and that's powerful. That's powerful. You know, I had a conversation with a friend the other day, and we were like, uh, some somehow we got to like, do you think your thoughts really come from you? Ooh. Do you think your ideas really come from you? You know, mm. and we started to think because, like you said. Thinking inside the box, a lot of people, we call it like the program, mm. which is from the matrix, right? Yes, the yes. red pill, the blue, blue pill, pill, you yep. know? And a, a lot of us are literally stuck in these systems that are made to provide us with security mm. and to be safe, you know, to take care of what we need to take care of and basically just keep our head above water. Mm. But there's a whole nother island with our names on it and mm-hmm. stuff like that and a lot of people don't realize that and for me for instance you know there was a time where I was so afraid of success Ooh. I was so afraid I was so afraid of winning mm. you know because I came from an in losing mentality mm. a losing environment mm. you know so I'm like Winning was unfamiliar territory. Yes. So it's now it's like all right, it's it's. I had a friend yesterday tell me it's easy to to smoke weed than it's easy to quit smoking weed. Mm. It's easier to smoke than to not smoke. Mm. You, you know, because once you hooked, once you hooked on what you like, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to unplug from it unless it's like a sacrifice or a life or death situation Mm. so the question i have for you before you found this like internal and external peace Mm -hmm. where where were you where were you like mentally and what was the point when you said enough is enough (laughs) Um, that shit came from the turbulence and my acknowledgement of attachment to things um, doesn't mean you can't want certain things. It can't. It can't mean that you aren't deserving of certain things. But you can coexist with things, but not be attached to them. And a lot of that came from um, relationships. So growing up, um, she got man problems. <laughs> I got 99 problems, but myself is the one, basically. Um, it came from relationship um, relationship problems, and that's been a journey of mine from even my son's, uh, like my son is a product of a crazy love, you know? Um, but that just comes, that goes deeper because it comes from a generational family tie you know you are a product yes inadvertently of you know there's a a genetic makeup but it's your external and your upbringing that really has the biggest influence if you think about it if you're around five broke people you're gonna be the sixth one is what i heard you know what i mean that's so true you become what you become a product of all these things because then you become attached to them. Mm. So the point I reached was it's okay to be alone. Mm. Truly okay to be alone. And then 
I read this post and I shared it a lot with a lot of people because I think it's so true. The capacity to love is really the capacity to be alone. Because when you are so okay with being alone, you don't become attached to anything, you don't reduce someone else or something to just something, like a thing. You're not, you know, attached to it. You don't want to control it. You love freely because you yourself are free. But if you're not free and you're bound by traumas, you're bound by past experiences, you're bound by the turbulence, the fear, the condition of, like you said, loss, you're bound by those things. You're not free from them because you absorb them rather than just become and say, these are experiences that happen to me, but they don't define me. And that's where I feel like a lot of people start to not really tap in. Just because like this happens to you doesn't mean you're defined by it. Right. You learn a lesson from it and you keep it you keep it pushing. And I realized it took me a long time to realize, but I said, No, sir, I'm I wanna be free. Free. Because that is my nature and I want to love freely. And the crazy thing is I came across a fortune cookie. Me and my son love to get sushi. So it, it so happened. It was, I was with him. So it just, this experience was even more enlightening. You know, we crack the cookie at the same time. It's like a little thing that we do. And this fortune cookie said, and it read, teach only love because that's what you are. And... That's exactly what I am. I don't, listen, I could get mad real quick if I want to. I could get hype. I could do, but that doesn't resonate with my soul. It never has and it never will. I'm more of a peace and love, unity kind of person. And I've had experiences that have strayed me away from that to the point where I stopped myself and I was like, damn, I remember being happy. And it was in that moment where I was like, why am I remembering this as a distant memory? And it really highlighted, I was like, damn, I'm not happy. Why? Going back to the why, why am I not happy? Why am I doing this? Or why, why is this happening to me? And then it goes from, you start to question, question, and then it goes back to self. It's not about why these things are happening. It's why are you allowing these things to happen to you? How are you responding to it? Period. Like, that's what it comes down to. Um, life is always going to be life. Everything is just an experience, you know? And I love how you talk about uh, being free and loving freely and stuff like that. And more importantly, being alone. Mm. I'll tell you a situation that happened to me yesterday, right? So I bust out a session. Okay. Right? I watched the game and... You know, I felt alone because I was here by myself. Mm -hmm. I felt alone. And not only that, I'm just like going through my phone, you know, nobody's calling, nobody's picking up. You know, I'm on social media. Then I'm like, all right, let me log off the app because yeah. I don't want my mind to be stuck there. Mm. So I'm just like, and then it hit me. I'm like, bruh. 
this is God saying this is your time right now to have clarification. Clarity is therapy. Have clarification and put all your eyes. This is your time to put all your ideas together. I'm keeping the drama away from you. I'm keeping you away from crime. Mm. You just sit in a corner and and be alone. Embrace it. Mm. Embrace it and do something with it. Mm. Do something. All the information in the world. You know, I had a discussion with one of my best friends. He said, you know how many things you don't know? Too many. <laughs> how many stuff you don't know? And it was just like it was just like a, a whole breaking point for me within that within that time frame of, of just being alone, like you said. Right. So it it was just mind blowing to me. And people, like you said, have a fear of being alone. Right. So. I read, fear is false evidence appearing real. So these are all these thoughts that come to your mind. And your mind is, um, as Damian Marley and Nas in that one song said, your mind is the modern day sphere. Spear. Spear. With spear. And I'm like, that is so true. Everything is a thought. These mics. This computer, this table, at one point, it didn't just magically appear. Everything is a thought. And because thoughts are so powerful, you start to now become aware of that. I talk to myself in the mirror all the time. <laughs> You're like, girl. All the time. All the time. I look myself in the mirror. I said, Erica, what are we doing? Oh, you going to cry about this? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Put that sad song on, girl. <laughs> Let it out right now. And once this song is over, after two minutes and 35 seconds, you keep it moving. But you know what? I don't got a problem with that. Mm -hmm. Because part of being a human is the fact that we carry these emotions. And you can't suppress things. And that's the other thing. People try to, like, sweep shit under the rug and, like, nah, nah. No. Be vulnerable. Half the time, you don't allow yourself to these feelings because... You're so worried about what other people are thinking. They don't live your life. They don't sit in your room and have and feel like your heart is falling out out of its fucking chest. They don't feel like the anxiety or all all these other emotions that people fear that we're told to suppress. Like, make peace with them. Make peace with these emotions. Like, okay, yeah, damn, he got me, he hurt me, or damn, I really didn't want to lose this job or damn I didn't make the train now I'm gonna be late now I look bad and it's the first day of work you know but when you it's all about perspective are you gonna get lost in the problem or are you gonna seek the solution mm. and then seeking the solution is part of not being bound or attached to the problem and knowing that you breathing you alive you're doing better than most people right now. Some people are not here right now anymore. Mm-hmm. Too many people, especially this past pandemic. Too many people that we don't even know. Okay. Too many souls that perished. Too many souls that are in other countries being bombed every freaking day. Right. And part of being human, I feel like I am so big on being empathetic. And like my heart hurts all the time for all these things that are happening. But... That just makes me more aware that I need to live 
not be just breathing. I need to really be just living. And moments like this where, you know, we're sitting here in your apartment just chopping it up on some on your journey to, like you said, you're trying to communicate more. And here's like, you know, we were just talking about it. I said, as you should. <laughs> we're here living in this moment. I, I'm not worried about this class that I got to go to right now. I'm present. And yes, I got a little douce in my cup, just a little something. But my my soul, my cup and my soul is just being filled. I was driving here today and I said, God, I love my life. I love my life. Mm-hmm. And these words are powerful. So I'm going to continue to speak positivity into myself so that when people come around me, that's all they're going to get. You could be rude. You could be having a bad day. No problem. You do you, but you're going to get me. And you know who me is? Peaceful, loving, positive, energized, and most importantly, free. Like you said, uh, is 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 what you is what you give and how you respond to the world. You know, there was a time where I thought about what everybody think and mm. stuff like that, and I was looking for validation. Ooh, yes. Looking for validation, and I had to realize as long as I put the energy and the positivity I need to put in the universe, I'll be all right. You yeah. know. Cause, Cause, the universe uh, uh, sent it right back to me. It has sent me people like yourself. Mm. It has sent me people that that respond to positivity and, and respond to good energy. Absolutely. You know? So you, you know what? Energy is never lost or created. It's just transferred. Right. So whatever experience it is, it's that experience. You can't destroy that experience. You can't destroy that emotion. You can't destroy any particular moment in time. All it's doing is just going through a transition period into the next. Mm -hmm. So what kind of energy? We are energy workers. If we are conscious of it, you, you literally can change any situation that you're in. But it all starts within. Because if you can't change what's within, you can pretend and do all that. But it's all going to add up. You're going to keep stuffing that bag up. And that shit going to pop <laughs> eventually. And it might pop at the worst time. But you know what? You might need that pop for you to realign and recenter. But sometimes, why let it get to that point? Mm-hmm. It means you haven't learned those lessons yet. So you keep cycling through all this it's just a cycle. It's like shaking the soda up, right? Yeah, you just keep shaking and shaking and shaking and shaking and shaking and what? Explode and then you vomit on all these other people. And, you know, but even then I think about it. Maybe the people that you vomited on maybe needed you to vomit it, vomit on them at that point in time. And what they choose to do with it, what is now their journey on it. Because what? I'm going to switch my whole life up because you just had a whole crazy attack or anger and you just lashed out at me. No, I'm going to look at you and say, damn, I wish you peace. You know what I mean? I wish you peace. I wish you, I hope everything that you're going through gets resolved. You know, uh, what changed my life was uh, I seen 
like the the in South Carolina, the guy that shot up the church mm. a couple of years ago, nine oh, people. Yeah. Wow, yeah. After sitting with them the whole sermon, he, at the end he shot him up. They took him to Burger King, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, when he was getting sentenced, the family came. And they said the most two powerful things I've ever, like, it hasn't left my spirit. Mm, please share. They said, we forgive you. Mm. <laughs> we forgive you. Mm. You know how powerful you got to be. You know, they said, we forgive you. And I thought that, wow, wow, because, uh, you know, the first thing we think to do as as humans is either to get even mm-hmm. or, or retaliate, mm. especially when someone hurt us. Absolutely. But but to say like we forgive you that 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 changed my life. That taught me that you know whatever you go through, you can't put up them walls. Nope. The wall for disappointment blocks out happiness too. So you gotta you put a wall up to keep disappointment out. Sheesh. You also keep happiness out too. Sheesh. So you. This is why you have to experience everything. Feel everything. You got to feel the voids instead of trying to fill them. And what you just said about these people is forgiveness is big. Mm -hmm. Because inadvertently, your lack of forgiveness and human nature to want to retaliate and do these things is because you want people to feel the way that they made you feel. Right. But if you take it a step further and you're with, you sit with your higher self, you realize I didn't like how they made me feel. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to make them feel that same way. Because they've had, they had to be in a particular emotional mindset to want to make you feel that way. And in that, they were rooted in anger and whatever emotion they were. But it didn't come from a good place. Mm -hmm. So even look at Dr. Martin Luther King. Look at Bob Marley. They literally moved with love because they knew you can't fight with hate it's hard it's easy to fight with hate right you let the people rough your feathers and you you hop on the same train as them you destined to go into the same destination as they are you want different you gotta do different insanity is doing the same thing thinking that you're going to get a different outcome like, no, what you think is going to happen to you? Just you trying to ride their same wave. Nah, we can't do that. We can't. Right. Right. This has all been powerful, powerful. You know, and I thank you for having this conversation with me. But let's let's get into, like, what inspired you to dance. She. <laughs> um, 
I will I will say dance came as a direct love for music. Mm. I'll never forget one time it was just like I'm trying to explain to somebody. It's like when the music hits you, it just does something to me. It's like it just makes it moves me, you know, and it'll be anything. And it's always been the music to make me want to move, right? But now at this, and it's funny because I came across someone that said, it's actually Buttons. Um, she's a choreographer out here in um, New York. She came up to the studio and she said, dance can be anything you want it to be. Like you said, out of the box. We don't have to sit in this mold box. We all have to try to train professionally and do all these things. No, like... And I, that's when I went back to my why. Why am I dancing? And I realized, because I love music and I love to dance. It's the direct reaction to music. And it's something I can't explain. It's just something that's felt and maybe understood with people that resonate with the same, with music the same way I do. But, I mean, let's take a look at it. You listen to music, it makes you, like, do a little head nod. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to your tune or when that, that one song drop, you're like, woo! You hit that two-step, got the fingers snapping, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I just realized that dance is a language of expression. So it's funny you say communicating. Um, I've been paralyzed by a lot of my emotions. And, like I said, I used to pretend or project something that I really wasn't. Right. So in dance, I started to feel the same way. And I'm like, but then I started feeling like I was restricted, like I had to look a certain way or, you know, yes, dance is also training and dance are two completely different things. I love to train. Training is fun. You get to literally challenge yourself. It's like reading a book, learning new, new vocabulary and new ideas. And it's always ever, you're always going to be able to learn something. But to just let go and be free in dance, no one can teach you that. Mm-hmm. That comes from within. That's from knowing yourself and being allowing yourself to be vulnerable enough to look however the fuck you look. Because sometimes the music come on and you just maybe you just want to sit here. <laughs> and I'm going to sit right here, you know, and I'm going to just do this little bop. And I'm going to do my little head like, ooh, that's because that's what I feel to do. And I might get a little wave, you know. Yeah. So the music has definitely inspired me. But now being more conscious of the music I listen to because mm-hmm. music are words and words are powerful. So now being mindful of like the actual music I listen to and what actually resonates with me. Because it's easy to, you know, bop with what's with the mainstream, you know. But why, why are you just following along? There's so many artists out here. First of all, shout out to all the up and coming artists that I know personally. They on the come up. Support your people. Support the people that really like, they're not Chris Brown. No, they're not Chris Brown. They're not meant to be Chris Brown. But they out here and they talented. We get lost in the media, the mainstream, and like fall short of talent that goes unseen because why? 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 Take a second to listen and actually like 
enjoy music if if it resonates with you because some people don't really like music that deeply but i enjoy the instrumental i enjoy now like the ad libs the lyrics you know now i'm just like damn this is this is art but and it's okay if you don't look at it that way you might just look at it as i'm just trying to drive or i'm trying to work out i need that beat Right, right. You know, so anything can be anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. And we have to be free and open to that idea. It's crazy how you could uh, explain music like that and dancing and stuff like that. Um, you know, I remember being in the gym <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm out of here man, after like t- two minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh that one song came on, and I was like, okay, this is that song to get me to... Yeah. <laughs> Certain music will really honestly take you there because mm-hmm. it'll really resonate with you. Um, anything, you know? like, uh, And I, I love all different styles of music. Mm-hmm. I'm big into, like, yes, the instrumental got to hit a little bit, but sometimes I write poetry, too, so yeah. I'm very um, lyrically inclined to I understand. I one of those before you go. Listen, I got a little something for the one, too. We still got a rap battle. Oh, we still got this rap battle. I'm actually, um, I actually performed my poetry for the first time this year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And I realized my poetry came from my inability to express myself in just love. And I was so, like, turbulent. And that was the first time I ever wrote a poem to really just, and it was creative and it rhymed and it it just really, it really spoke to that particular moment in time. And when people inspire you to write, I mean, for me, I was like, damn, you, there's something about you. Whether it's going to be that we end up romantically involved or um, not, or we end up a friend, there's something in you that resonates with me. And very few people can get me, have gotten me to write, actually, and really express. But it's always been a reflection of myself. Um, So back to the music, now just appreciating artists for the intention in which they're writing. So if we backtrack a little bit, the intention of that man sitting there and being capable of sitting in a room full of people knowing damn well, like, I might kill you. You know what I mean? It's all about intention. People could open the door for you. um, Slip, one of a dance hall dancer, he said he quoted um, this little analogy. He said, someone can open the door for you. And you think it's a nice gesture. But little do you know that we're going to go in there and rob you. So he opened the door so you, for you so you go into the bank so that they could rob you. You thought about, damn, that's a nice gesture. Meanwhile, the intention behind it was to get you in the bank so he could take your money. Deception. Deception. Woo! Deception. <laughs> Can you? But you know what I find beautiful is as people like myself, when that shit don't resonate, you know, I just wouldn't see that coming. It's just because. That was awesome. So you speak a lot about being free. What does being free mean to you? 
If I have to put it in simplest terms, being free is being the true me. Aside from any influence, any anything else, but just being true to who I am and who I want to be because that can be ever-changing. I believe we can always recreate ourselves and want to be different things or want to be less of or more of something. Um, but the true freedom comes from being unapologetically me and having that non-negotiable contract to remain me. And that's all I can be. No, but I would love to, you know, spell a little poetry for you if I could. All right. That's different. Let's do it. Let's do a little something for the one time. So, um, let's see. Okay, I got a new phone because I won't even talk about it. It's my own fault. I got this new phone, but... (laughs) Um, So... I realized my why. Why did I start writing in the first place? So I just kind of came up with this. I was at a poetry jam. This time I wasn't performing, but there was a little uh, open mic for you to go up and do something. And I was like, I had a little something written on the side. And I was like, ah, let me just vamp it up real quick. I'm sitting in the seat. Let me just share it. Um, so the title of this one is called Love Made Me Write. Love made me right my wrongs, seeking the right way to feel the voids we avoid to feel when the truth is revealed. The truth is, I think about you often, more so on the air of caution, afraid to suffocate in emotions found, but I get lost in. End scene. (laughs) So that's just a little something. Um, I've been wanting to write a little bit more, uh, but... I'm not going to force it. I'm going to let it flow. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, um, you've actually put love in as like a person. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, sorry. As a creative, and I love art because anything can be anything you want it to be. Mm-hmm. It's all about perspective. And some people will resonate with it, and some people will read that poem and or hear it and capture something else from it. At the end of the day, I feel like we're all just interpreting each other. But we can't interpret something that's filtered. So that's why I present myself as my true authentic self and I am free. So what you're interpreting is truly me. However you perceive it and you receive it, all comes down to you. But that's not gonna change me. Stay free. Stay free. Erica, I love your spirit, your words of wisdom. Um, I hit you. I got one last question for you. Bang. <laughs> and and I asked all of my guests this, right? Mm-hmm. So so Let's... I hope you've been prepared. So hypothetically, this is your last day on earth. Ooh. Right? And all your accolades, all your accomplishments have been erased. Ooh. All you have is a sheet of paper and a pen to write three statements that will live in the world forever. What would they be? Woo! Okay, so 
I just love how you woo. <laughs> she like the way that I woo. Um, okay. The first one is small. Um, but I think I think sometimes short and sweet, just like me, is just kind of like what it's got to be. So the first one would be stay free. Mm-hmm. The next one is what we do for ourselves projects on others and remains immortal. It all starts within you. And last but not least, because of the place I'm at right now, um, and I coined this and it came to thought when um, I was trying to make it onto a a dance company um, and it just resonated. People can believe in you, but they cannot believe for you. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> so, so to recap, you said stay free. Yes. And the second one was do for self. The second one was a little lengthy. So we're going to say it's what we do for ourselves projects on others and remains immortal. It all starts within you. And the third one is if you, other people can believe, but it don't matter if you don't believe. Yeah. So people can believe in you, but not for you. Uh-huh. Excellent. Excellent. Erica, this conversation was golden. Likewise. It, you know, I, I've learned so much from you. I've learned so much about you. And I can't wait to have you on again. <laughs> Listen, we're going to be back. We're going to let the universe gravitate us back. Um, Anthony, keep doing your thing. Shout out to you for even allowing me to be on this platform, whatever the scale is right now, because every everything is part of a journey, and this moment counts just as much as the end result or wherever it may end up. So shout out to you. Yeah, Finger pre- snap. I appreciate you. <laughs> Right. Uh, let the people know wh- where they could find you. You could find me at Erica Giselle, E R I K A G I S S E L L E on Instagram. And you'll find me being me. That's it. You <laughs> <laughs> leave y'all with the fly stuff. Always. Um, guys, thank you for tuning in. I wish you all love, peace, wealth, and truth always. The Road to Victory podcast. Let's go. Mm-hmm.